Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. And I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to talk about downsizing, how you should do it, if you should do it, and all the details involved. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show. Hope you are having a great week. Um, We have an interesting topic today. We're going to talk about downsizing. It's a trend that we are seeing a lot of right now. Um, I think partly because of the, you know, the prices and and we're going to talk all about what that means exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's always been um, something that happens, mm-hmm. but uh, lately I'm hearing more talk about it. So it's timely for sure. Yeah. So I've had a lot of clients in the last couple of years who have, uh, especially this last year with COVID, yeah. downsized. And I'm using air quotes with that because that means so many different things to so many different people. Um, so we really want to kind of give some context about what that means maybe for you. It might be something that you're thinking about doing. Yeah. So what do you mean when you say downsizing? So I think it's a couple of things. I think uh, largely we used to talk about downsizing. We meant seniors. Right. You know, they're leaving their larger home moving into something smaller. Uh, that was traditionally what I would have called downsizing. Yeah. I think today it can mean a whole bunch of different things. I think that, um, you know, that may apply to empty nesters. It may apply to people who are just trying to cash in and, and make some, you know, make some money and buy something smaller. I think for a lot of people, downsizing may also mean leaving that large city home and moving into a large country home or right. a large suburb. Home. So when when people I think think of downsizing, they think the down refers to going from larger to smaller. But I don't think it necessarily is. No, it could mean from going from more expensive to yeah, cheaper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really downsizing really isn't the right term. It's you know, you hear people talk about right sizing. Right. And that's probably more appropriate. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's um looking at your stage of life, your the life cycle and your circumstances and projecting a few years out and you know asking yourself are my is my living situation the best to serve me for the life I'm leading and making a change. That's right. Um, so downsizing covers all elements of that other than buying up, I guess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so buying larger, buying more expensive. So yeah. that's not what we're going to talk about today. No. So yeah, I think yeah. that typically that, it would be to seniors. You would that you would in your mind think right. of going from the family home to a smaller space. Exactly. Right. But it can mean much more than that. Yeah, and I think what I'm seeing right now is that you know the prices are so high in so many different regions that what we're seeing are a lot of people considering cashing in. Right. So they're wondering now, they're looking at themselves and thinking, if I'm going to do it, and I know I'm going to do it at some point, maybe now is the right time to do it. That's right. I'm going to make so much money. Yeah. 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 So the strong sellers markets across the GTA might be fueling that thought. I will say, interestingly, I get, I'm getting a lot of um, people contacting me now about their parents' homes. 
Interesting. So, yeah. A lot. <laughs> a lot of people waiting to cash in there. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there, that's just indicative of the conversation starting to happen. Yeah. So being prepared with information to have that conversation right. with your family. And listen, real estate at the end of the day, yeah, you live there, but it's an investment. So mm-hmm. if you're not having these conversations at some point, whether it's about your own home or your family's home, you should be. Yeah. Because the market is so strong. And although my belief is that we'll always be strong yeah. and keep going up, there are a lot of people who don't believe that. And so they are thinking to themselves, you know, now might be the time to get out and take as much money out mm-hmm. from my property as I can and put it elsewhere. Right. And I, I think that coupled with some, you know, other factors such as our aging demographic, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are more people that would be thinking about this, even aside from a financial point of view, more people entering those years, and it's only going to grow mm-hmm. where um, these conversations have to happen. Um, you know, and my overriding um, thought, particularly for seniors sitting in their family homes, is you want to have these conversations and you want to make these decisions before they're forced upon you. Exactly. That's the that's the scenario you don't want you f- to find yourself in. That's right. You know, take control of your situation, be um, open and um, honest about where your life is headed, and um, and look at the finances as well, and uh, you know, come to the right decision for you before it's too late. And that's a hard conversation. It is a hard conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, when we talk about seniors, we've got a couple of different options, right? They may decide they want to go into some sort of a, a retirement home mm-hmm. or an, an older age home, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are just, you know, moving into condos. I mean, my parents downsized to a condo some years ago from a house, mm-hmm. best decision they ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be part of the downsizing process mm-hmm. as well. And I think mm-hmm. we see that a lot with seniors, you know, they leave their home, go into a condo. I mean, it's obvious, right? They, they shouldn't have the stairs maybe anymore. Mm-hmm. They need to have one level living, maybe mm-hmm. have more, they shouldn't be shoveling snow and cutting grass and mm-hmm. so that makes sense you know maybe that's the next step before they go into their you know mm-hmm. final years at, mm-hmm. at you know their mm-hmm. family's home or yeah. into a nursing home you just home have or to really like reflect and if you um, you know that's kind of a two-tiered downsizing so to semi-detached or smaller house or condo and then further down the line to something with more care involved that's right or stay where you are and um, until you can, until you have to go into greater care, um, you know. The other thing is, uh, as a family member having this conversation, I mean, I'm an epic fail at this. And uh, but we, in my family, are I have aging parents, and we are open, and um, we've had some falls and some issues that have prompted serious conversations about the need to leave the family home. Mm -hmm. But I have failed, Mm -hmm. and I've realized I've done my best duty in having the conversation, but it's their life. And so now the focus has shifted entirely to modifying the home so that they can live there. And that's another option, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the important thing is to be having these conversations. I think you're right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the trends that I've seen a lot of people, uh, a lot of older people do that I've known in my life is sell their property and go into a rental. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe a... I see some logic to that. I do yeah. too. I mean, I think, you know, at some point you want to have um, some money freed up mm-hmm. and maybe that's the time for you to, 
you know, mm-hmm. especially if you're not too old of a senior mm-hmm. and you still have your you know, mobility and access to travel and different things like that. Um, you know, that's, that's an option, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, for anyone under the age of, I don't know, 75, I probably would never recommend you do that, right? Never leave the Toronto real estate or the GTA real estate market. But I think there is some merit to doing that when you're getting a little bit older and you, you need the money and you don't want to have that sort of stress on you anymore. Right. I agree. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there are lots of, by the way, buildings in Toronto and uh, the suburbs too, but Toronto in particular, that are rentals geared to seniors. Mm-hmm. And we know that because I've helped a lot of people move there. I know that those people were, uh, you know, in their homes or their condos even before mm-hmm. and decided to cash in mm-hmm. and move into these rentals. And so I think that's a lovely opportunity for yeah. people. There's also a lot more uh, purpose-built apartment than there ever has been. Absolutely. And some yeah. great buildings that I know of, yeah. Really so nice ones, yeah. Lots of options. The key for me is, you know, not sitting in a hole and just um, thinking it'll never happen. You know, that's right. Time will never pass or come. And having the conversations and thinking about it and knowing what you want to do yeah. and deciding based on finances and life choices. Life choices, and, yeah. And health. And, and health, yeah. And, and money. Now, mm. just as an aside before we kind of, I want to talk about other demographics, mm-hmm. yeah. downsizing. Yeah. But just as an aside, I thought this, I tell this story often. I've probably told it to you, so sorry if I have. Um, but the very first time I met with an investment um, advisor, not a ba- not a bank investment advisor, but somebody. This was an external person who's out of the business now, but came and sat with me and said, "You know, this is what you should be doing with your money, and this is how much you have to save, and blah blah blah." And I think it was thirty five or something. Some you know, old enough, young enough that I should not be having this conversation. But he sits down and says to me, "So the only question I have for you is, do you want to go into a nursing home, or do you want to have care?" When you get older, and I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, that's what you're planning for. So at the end of the day, you need to be focused on where the end of the life is in terms of that's what your money is going toward at the end. And now, I, I'll never forget it. It was the most shocking conversation I've ever had with someone, but it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's talk about sort of the next stage down. I've got a lot of people right now cashing in in their Toronto homes and downsizing to other locations. Now, we've talked on this show repeatedly about how expensive the 905 is. However, for most people, it's still cheaper than it is here in Toronto. Right. So you could sell your property here, which might, you know, average price is $1.6.5 million here right. for a detached. So you sell for one6 and maybe you downsize into something else in another area that might be, you know, half that price. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are seeing a lot of that. There, I think that makes a lot of sense for people, but back to what you said, you know, you really have to understand and determine what your end goals are. A lot of us have been under real financial strain this year. So that makes sense for people who need to free up some money. Right. I like that for that. For that, it makes sense to me. Right. And as long as their lifestyle works in those new areas, right? Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. I think it also makes sense for people who um, whose circumstances have changed from when they bought the, mm-hmm. the downtown Toronto house that they have. Um, can use myself as an example. We bought, like many people do, for easy public uh, transit and highway access and great schools. 
And as we go through the school system and our kids are coming to the end of it, why do we need to be there? Mm -hmm. We don't anymore. That's right. So, um, you know, your needs change as your life changes. And, uh, you know, I, I probably would be considering that downsizing. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if you don't need to be in the city anymore. No. No. If I don't need to be at uh, what I thought were great schools, then why do I need to it's be there? It's an option, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about the dangers of that, right? Mm-hmm. So there aren't many, but I do just want There's to one talk big about... danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't get back in. Never. Yeah. And so you have to be... And, and believe me, I would say... In the I shouldn't moment, say never, but... It's harder. The likelihiness of selling yeah. and being able to buy back in is... It's very tough. hard. Yeah. And I've sold to, uh, done this for many people yeah, in the too. last two years. And people, you know, who are young, 40s, right. yeah. um, who just need to free up the money. And I, you know, I had this, that conversation with everybody. Mm-hmm. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Because mm-hmm. if you're sure this is what you want to do and you don't have intentions of getting back in the city, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also, to be fair, like a real stigma to leave the city and go other places, which bothers me. But I do feel like a lot of people in my circles are very anti, you know, no way, I would never do that. Who would ever? You're you're going to miss the city so much, you'll never be able to get back and you'll want to, you, you know, you're going to want to come back. You're going to hate it out there. Like well, this I think kind this year attitude. has changed that, hasn't it? Or the, I, I don't think know. It's you know, I've, I've got, you know, one, one friend client in particular who's done it recently and the other friends in our group were kind of like, oh, I can't believe that's so crazy. So there is some of that, I think, that still mm. goes on and I'm hoping that that doesn't deter people from I just think following their the, dreams, the right? The activity and the um, exodus to, to Durham in particular, And the growth that's going to mean for those communities, I think that there's going to be a mind shift about that. um, Coming up. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. so. So hopefully that bias won't be there. I have not come across it that much. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm surprised. But most of my business is within the 416. Yeah. People moving within. Right. So I probably just haven't faced Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's been interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you are thinking of this kind of a move, what about market timing? Mm -hmm. It's tough, right? Um, I think you really, you know, you need to figure out, first of all, whether you want to buy first or sell first. And I think that largely will depend on where you plan to go. Right. right. So, you know, I've got some clients that just moved to Orangeville and they had left uh, the city in a condo. And this is interesting, downsizing, but midsize, right sizing, I guess. Yeah. They left a condo in the city, bought a larger home in Orangeville, same price. Right. Um, but for them, you know, it was very clear that they needed to buy first because they were having a really hard time finding what they wanted. Right. Yeah, so every uh, every situation is different. It depends on what you have to sell and what you're trying to buy. Um, it uh, every every buyer has a kind of a risk profile, and you know if you have young kids, perhaps mm-hmm. you don't want the risk of not knowing where you're going to go, no matter what. So you want to sell first, or if uh, money is tight, you want to know. You know, some people want to know exactly how much they have to work with. Mm -hmm. So that answer for everybody is, I believe, a combination of a financial conversation and I guess a real estate market conversation, and we can contribute to that knowledge. But it's largely like looking inward at what risk you are willing to bear. Yeah. Am I okay with, you know, not know, not finding a place right away? 
um, and maybe having to rent on a short-term basis until I find it, but I have the confidence of the money that I have, or do I want to know where my kids are going to be and I want that house, and the markets indicate I can do do that and buy first. Yeah. So for everybody, I think it's different. I think so, too. Um, and I do think it's impossible to time the market. It is, and I think right now a lot of it determine, is determined on where you want to go. Yeah, right? I agree. So the market you want to move into will probably dictate mm-hmm. that decision, mm-hmm. also where you live right now. Right. You know, I will say my preference for everybody is to sell first. Yeah. And only because when I've done it the other way, it's so much stress. It's so stressful. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, honestly. Yeah. So if you give yourself, you know, a long, but but again, like I, I worked with these clients last year who were moving from Pickering to Whitby and they were so nervous about not finding a home. They were absolutely insistent on buying first. Right. So I get that. For, for people, I get that yeah. that thinking. Yeah. You know, they didn't like most things that they saw. So yeah. they were very, but, you know, they, maybe they had a bit more money to play with, right? So you have to be very clear, I think you're right, of the risks on both sides and what you're willing to tolerate yeah. personally. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's the most important thing. If yeah. you need... You know, if you're telling me, oh, I need to get 1.5 million. Then you got to sell first. Then you got to sell yeah. or else you just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. And, you know, if you're like me, I would be okay if I didn't. I would want to know that certainty. Yeah. Because money matters to me. Um, and I would be okay with renting for a year. Yeah. Uh, knowing that I'd never be able to buy in the city again. But if right. I'd made that decision, you know, but it all depends on your risk profile. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I think, you if know. If I had, if, if I were younger and my kids were young, I'd want to know where I was going first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But now, I don't have that issue. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, and just, we've talked about this briefly, but just a word about that is, is I, you know, we always caution, though, that you never leave the market, no matter what market, because mm-hmm. it is very hard at the rate that, um, you know, if you listen to our podcast last week and we talked about the rate that, prices were increasing in the 905, it's going to be very hard for anybody to take mm-hmm. a year off mm-hmm. and be able to come up with 30, 000, 30% more money next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. always, mm-hmm. always very risky to do mm-hmm. that. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you've got, you've got to rely on your realtor. You've got to be able to have these conversations and be open and honest with them and yourselves about how you feel about the risks, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what makes sense for you and and are you willing to you know if you're if your plan is to downsize but you're willing to go to several different markets right. then then that's a conversation that you need to be having as well right mm-hmm. yeah. um, so many different things to consider but at the end of the day would I be doing it right now sure you know that's definitely especially if I was in a financial position where I needed to free up some cash I think downsizing right now when the market is at its peak, I mean, maybe it's not at its peak, but it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it's absolutely a good time to be doing that if it's a conversation that you've been, you, you know, you and your family or you and yeah. yourself have been thinking yeah. about having. I agree. So everything we've read and everything we've told you about is that the market is strong. It is a great time to sell. So if your life circumstances warrant taking advantage of that, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it has to be the right time for you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So many factors involved. Um, But certainly the market is there to do it. The market is there to do it. And I think that's the important part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't let let anyone tell you, you know, you shouldn't be leaving the city or whatever. If that's something that you've been thinking about doing, that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. More and more so, for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, good. Any other questions, comments about that? You can... You know, reach out to us anytime. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think I think that's probably all yep. we need to cover. Yeah. Um, just to, again, if you don't mind people, we would love it if you would subscribe to receive our weekly show. Uh, and of course, wherever you're listening to it now, if you can just hit that subscribe button, that would be great. Uh, we would also appreciate it if you would follow us on all of our social channels. And it is the Janelle Cameron team. And that is on Instagram and Facebook and uh, YouTube as well. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We look forward to speaking to you again next week and send any questions in. We appreciate all the feedback we're getting and we hope you have a good one. Happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com, that's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com, or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.